All right. Well, welcome to City Light More and Stronger Week to Week. I'm Jeremy, one of the leaders here. Anna is Hello. with me. Yep, we're going to be talking today about forgiveness. Um, but before we get there, how was your weekend? What did you get up to? Yeah, it was pretty nice. I, I worked a little bit. I worked for a, like Saturday night and Sunday. But on Saturday day, I went to Cockatoo Island mm. to the, there's a Mary's pop up there. Ah, uh, yep, yep, um, great. It was beautiful. What a combo, Cockatoo uh, Island, yeah. Mary's yep. Burgers. I would it's recommend great. the visit. It was really nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How about you? We had we had a big day on Saturday. We yeah. had we had soccer. Of course. Nil all draw again. again. <laughs> we still haven't won a game, but good things are on the way. We went yeah. from losing one nil to a nil all draw to another nil all draw. So we've locked it up at the yep. back. We've just got to we've just got to work out how to score goals. Yeah, okay. And then we're there, but I've that got I've got some up. ideas. It's on the way. <laughs> and then we had Ash's Ash's kind of postponed birthday party. Yeah. Because like, his birthday was when ISO just hit. He was like a week out from having Aww. his birthday party, and it was just like shut so down. So sad, yeah. And so he had it on the weekend, but it was great. You know, we got to meet his friends. How many kids were you allowed to have? Only eight. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so, but it was good because then we could be like, all right, spend a little less time with that one, a bit <laughs> yeah. more with that one. <laughs> yeah. One thing we noticed, kids, um, I don't know if it was just, you know, a particular group, but like, I think kids who play team sports, it really helps them in a party environment. Oh, yeah. Just in terms of social interaction yeah, for and that sure. kind of stuff. Yeah, Anyway. Yep. So, um, yeah, so that was all pretty good. And then we went out for a friend's birthday on Saturday night. Oh, nice. So busy. It was, it was busy. Hectic. It was a big yeah, one. Yeah. But still a good day off. So, it was yeah, all pretty okay. fun stuff. And the party was like, it was pretty low key for a That's kid's party. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, it was just kind of fun. Weather was great. It's been great. Great. Um, how's your daily Bible reading going? Um, what have you been reading through as you meet with God in His Word? Yep. So I've been doing the um, daily readings of, oh my gosh, I'm just drawing the biggest blank, the healthy, spiritual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. his name? Uh, Peace, Skizzy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Spirituality. Yes, yes, yes. I've been going through. Too many words on yes, the dance floor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that devotion. So that's like, like kind of all over the place mm. with like what you kind of read. But that's been really helpful um and then this week i got to like do a sabbath which i've been trying to do mm. for so long and yep. want to try and implement that kind of like regularly so i did mm. that on thursday do um, you light any candles and sing yeah <laughs> yeah shalom? yeah just by myself i actually did well, it's only <laughs> half joking. like I, people do it you know I, like, I didn't like candles but i did do some singing like yeah, it was really yeah, beautiful exactly. like, it's kinda like, like it was more like i had an extended like kind of like just devotional time yeah. Which I feel like naturally kind of like leads into kind of like worship and mm. um, I had to go on the guitar. Oh, nice, <laughs> yeah. Esther was out. So you big feel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, Papa yeah. feel. Um, but like it was really beautiful and like really rejuvenating. So mm. I think like inspired me to kind of like try and keep up with that. So mm. that was really lovely. Mm. Um, yeah, what about you? I mean, I'm in the Gospel of John. Yeah. Partly as like as we're leading up to this series reading a bit more on the Trinity mm. and there are a lot of passages that kept coming back to John. I was like, oh yeah, that is such a, like a feature of the gospel of John is like the son relating to the father, yeah. the father being pleased in the son, the son sending the spirit. Like it's a really, not that the others aren't, but it, uh, it maybe more than the other gospels opens the, the curtains to um, the inner workings of the Trinity right. as Jesus fulfills his ministry on earth mm. and so i wanted to get into that and um it's been great yeah so digging into that over the last couple of weeks 
And um, there's a lot in it that you just like forget. Like it, even the mm. intro is so rich. In the beginning was the word. Yeah. The word was with God. The word was God. Like, yeah. So anyway, so it's been it's been great digging yeah. into that. Yeah. Um, but today, yeah, forgiveness. Thanks mm. for joining us to do this podcast. No we kind of uh, last week, as we were talking about it, staff and interns we were thinking it'd be good to do something to follow up Sunday, because when you looking at the issue of Jesus' sacrifice of propitiation to turn away the anger of God so that God can forgive mm. um, and then <coughs> call us to forgive is going to turf up a whole yeah, bunch of things. Yeah, there's a lot in that, yeah. So maybe it's, maybe it's worth kind of just, in terms of foundations, um, the first question would be, what are, what are we talking about when we talk about forgiveness? Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you want to shed, shed a bit of light yeah, on that? Yeah, because I was doing, like I've, yeah, reading kind of some different things and it's... F- Funny, like the when you kind of draw your attention to it, like forgiveness is comes up just like quite a lot in the scripture <laughs> and how much yeah. we're called to forgive. Um, but I read, I was reading, like Jacob pointed me towards Bridgetown has like a bit of a series on forgiveness. Um, and Bethany Allen, who's a pastor there, was saying that forgiveness is an unmerited gift. So mm. it's giving someone who doesn't deserve it, um, like that thing where, what, is, what did I write down? Um, to release those who sin against us from our right to collect on the moral debt for their offence. So Mm. kind of releasing someone of that debt, um, which I thought was quite interesting. And that thing of like it does, someone who doesn't deserve that necessarily. Mm. Um, Yeah, and and as I was reflecting on it, I think I guess it also means that we recognise that someone has also done something wrong to us. Mm. So... Um, yeah, so it's not just forgetting, it, like it's acknowledging clearly yeah. sin is real, yeah. a wrong was committed against yeah. me, an offence against God and me, yeah. and I'm choosing to forego, yeah. I don't know, vengeance, yeah. <laughs> whatever. vengeance yeah. seems a bit dramatic, but isn't like, like you're saying, releasing them from the But debt. yeah, because you have that thing where you're like, well, they, they need to be held account for what they've mm. done, and, and that's kind of, you know, up to me to kind of mm. make sure that that's done to them. And mm. yeah, like, because that vengeance thing, I think that kind of works, even though it sounds quite mm. extreme. Mm. But yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And as well, I mean, we're talking a bit about what for, like what forgiveness isn't, because sometimes that's helpful in kind of yeah. circling around a difficult yeah. idea. So what it is, is the idea of releasing someone from a debt. You, you no longer want to see, you know, you, don't, you no longer personally want to, make them pay for mm. what they have done. Mm. Um, yeah, other thoughts on like what it's not. Not, to yeah. Kind of yeah, which, yeah, I think is really kind of important to think about because it's not saying what someone has done to you is okay mm. or not um, dismissing that that didn't happen. And it's not um, dismissing your emotions and your thoughts and feelings around what happened mm. as well. Mm. Um, yeah. And I think it's also, it's not... Um, uh, trusting the person straight after they've done something wrong to you. Um, yeah. Yeah, not trusting that they've necessarily changed or even yeah. like... Or even... I mean, I guess we'll get to that a little bit later, yeah. but it's, it's not the same as reconciliation. Yes, yeah, um, that's different. You can forgive them personally, mm. but there are still things to be worked out in terms of a, a relationship mm. with another person. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's big. How does the gospel then help us with the motivation to forgive? Yeah, and this, I guess, is like so key in when we think about forgiveness. And I think it's the same idea as we love others because Christ first loved us. Mm. 
um, I think the main motivation has to be that we forgive others because we've experienced such a radical and amazing forgiveness through mm. Jesus. Um, and Jesus is such, I think, a clear model to us of what forgiveness mm. is. Um, so I think that like would be a main motivation from mm. the gospel. Yeah, 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 we're forgiven and that is uh, the basis for forgiving others. Yeah, yeah. That you've experienced this incredible forgiveness. Yeah, for sure. Which I think helps because forgiveness is something that's we balk at. Like it's hard, mm. and uh, in many ways, like the to know that I've been forgiven so much gives some kind of grace, energy to then yeah. go and do something difficult. Yeah. Um, and Christ having modelled it for us, which is yeah, huge. for sure. But on the as well, I mean, like we're doing this because. Um, Forgiveness, well, it's a clear command in Scripture. It's over and over again. You know, Ephesians yeah. 4, forgive as Christ has forgiven you. The parable in Matthew 18 of the unforgiving servant, where Jesus is like, if you've been forgiven, you're called yeah. to forgive. Yep. Um, it's uh, throughout Scripture. But how does the gospel also speak to the difficulty of forgiveness? Yeah, yep. And I think, like, I found the talk on Sunday really helpful. Great job, you. <laughs> <laughs> sort of backfired, isn't it? Oh, gosh, guilty. Yeah. yeah. But um, I think, like, it really hit me as well, and we were talking about this before, that um, that Jesus paid an incredible price for our forgiveness mm. and that there's there's showed us that there was a cost for forgiveness and that cost was great um, and that he had to deal with the wrath of God mm. so that we could be accepted and, and come to a place where we can come to him freely and he could forgive us. Um, so it wasn't like, I think you were saying before, this abstracted uh, idea that Jesus or God's just like, oh, okay, I like sin's there and I just forgive it. There mm. had to be something that was done about it and that's mm. an incredible cost yeah and that sense of it, like sin is real it's not like mm. a psychological construct like it's something it's an offense against the fabric of creation yeah. that god has made and yeah. it needs to be dealt with yeah for sure and yeah and we yeah we see that in the gospel of like it wasn't just a matter of god getting over it and so when we forgive there is that there is some validation that there is right anger against yeah it's a right yeah. response to it yeah and it's inappropriate actually just to paper over or pretend mm-hmm. like it didn't exist and yeah yeah definitely yeah that's super helpful um, with, with that then I mean uh, I, I didn't actually write this question yeah. down but we were talking about it before if forgiveness is I mean so it's a command from God to forgive um, but it is difficult um, why uh, uh, but I mean the flip side of that is like it is so healing and so good God yeah. forgives but why if, if forgiveness is so good and such a uh, I mean it's really at the heart of God as well why do we hold on to unforgiveness? Yeah, yeah, because we were talking, yeah, we were talking about this before um, and kind of that thing of sometimes when we're in that space, it can feel feel very good. Mm. It can feel, because when we have kind of anger and we feel like we've been wronged, you feel quite justified, I think, mm. In, mm. in feeling that that anger towards someone and you want to be validated in that. Mm. I think you want to get like other people on board and kind of mm. to kind of, leave that person over there and kind of be like they've done wrong Mm. i haven't Mm. they deserve to be punished and Mm. it it feels it feels quite nice in like in (laughs) such like a sinful way like i feel (laughs) like you know you can get quite a hard heart in that that space um Yeah. yeah but i think did you have some things like that poor trip yeah, so I was, I was looking through here, and this is more to do with, I mean, we'll get to 
um, forgiving, I guess, more significant. Is that the yeah. way to put it? More significant sin, like a bit further on. But I think in terms of like just the daily matters of forgiveness, where yeah. it's kind of not, I mean, no sin is petty, but where it's when it's like everyday mm. kind of sin. He he lists five reasons why we hold on to. He calls yep, them the right. dark benefits right. of unforgiveness. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. yeah, where he says debt is power. So there's power in having something to hold over someone's head mm. that you can just bring up, you know, later on. So we we sometimes enjoy that in a kind of cruel way. Debt is identity. So holding on to others' sin, weakness, and failure makes us feel superior. Yeah, I kind of like what you're saying. Like yep. you feel it makes you feel good, righteous, yep. better than others. It's just not the way that we were meant to experience that. Um, debt is entitlement because of what other people have done it makes us feel owed mm. and so carrying around other people's wrongs makes us feel deserving and therefore comfortable with being self-focused yeah debt is weaponry the sins and failures of others that they've done against us we carry around like a loaded gun and it's very tempting to pull them out when we're angry yeah and so that can be one of and then the last one he puts down is debt debt puts us in god's position and it's the one place we shouldn't be in a position <coughs> that all of us have put ourselves um and the the sense of I get to judge others or sit yeah, over like that. Yeah, for sure. And those are all ones that he says are ways that um, they always devolve as sin does. But yeah. um, these are ways that we hold on to unforgiveness yeah. or reasons for it. Yeah. Even though really it's so clear in scripture that we're called to forgive. For sure. And I think it's so helpful to be kind of aware of those things and then aware mm. of that within ourselves because um, like I think God play such a vital role in in bringing us to a place of being able to forgive Mm. but i think when our hearts are in those places um yeah we just really need the softening of our hearts i think Mm. from god and Mm. so like i think in these situations like the role of prayer and the role of the spirit i think is so Mm. vital because otherwise i think in our own strength we that's that's what we go to that's where we default Yeah, yeah 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 for sure well like when it comes to more significant things so significant sin we're talking about a significant sin committed against you yeah really you know serious things uh, abuse and, and things of that caliber why is it why is it unwise to tell people just to forgive yeah um because it is it's a clear command in scripture but i guess as you pastorally apply it why is it unwise just to say to people mm. you should forgive the offender straight up mm. and i think as we've been thinking about this i've it's surprising how much this happens, I think, in the church or in mm. church community and how mm, like hurt or sometimes I think damaging that can be. Mm. Um, and I think it's because like you were saying, there is such a clear commandment of like to, you know, the end game is that we forgive and that's what Jesus calls us to do. And so um, that's that's kind of unchangeable. And mm. so it can feel, I think, very uncomfortable when someone's in a space where it doesn't look like they're going to get there. It can feel Mm. very uncomfortable when someone's sitting in anger or in in hurt or sadness or grief. Mm. Um, And so I think sometimes a response can be like, oh, well, we need to get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. But um, I think like the process of forgiveness is so important and especially for things like significant things or hurts or pains that's been done to someone, um, you know, the, the process of forgiveness is really important. I think like forgiveness can be quite a cycle sometimes. Sometimes we can, you know, begin to work towards forgiveness. And then um, as we do that, we're reminded maybe of, of hurts or things that have happened to you. And mm. you can kind of like go back to kind of really feeling that pain and mm. um, 
you know, it's not going to be helpful, you know, to have like a fake forgiveness of like, oh, well, just Mm. because the Bible says I have to get there. Mm. Um, I think, you know, God is, is very wise and, and creative and ingenious in kind of um, coming up with processes of things like grief or lamenting um, to help us kind of process things and Mm. and deal with things. Mm. Um, And when you say the process, so you're saying, yeah, what's the process of forgiveness? It's dealing with, I was sinned against, Mm. that's real, I'm angry about it, I'm grieving the loss that that caused, and then then moving to forgiveness, that's the process. Yeah, and I think also maybe like laying laying these hurts and and this that pain at at the cross as well mm. allowing Jesus to heal your heart um and to heal heal that damage there but that's i think a part of the process as well is acknowledging acknowledging the anger or or mm. the the loss or the hurt that you're feeling mm. cuz you know, our emotions play a role. Like, they're mm. really important. They're telling us something as well. Like, mm. if we're feeling really angry, we've, you know, had a boundary cross. Something has been done against us and mm. it's kind of to keep us safe as well. Like, there's a mm. there's a place to be angry. Mm. You know, when we're feeling really sad or we're grieving, we've experienced a loss. Mm. And so, it's okay to, to mm. be in that place for mm. a while. Like, mm. it's... Well, it's that necessary to be in that place mm. to get to a real place of okay, I can release this and and le- let it leave it at the cross um, and mm. kind of work towards um, forgiving. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's so good. That it, and it is. It's like it's working through those things, not because you want to stay there forever, but yeah. because you are, you are wanting to move through it properly. Yeah. Because false forgiveness means you just will keep cycling back over. That's and right. Things yeah. And it, yeah, it makes it difficult. If 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 people are feeling just stuck, like in the sense of like, I really, I hear the command to forgive. I want to forgive. I just feel stuck. Yeah. Like just, um, it's the sense of like, I want to forgive and yet I don't want to. Yeah, thoughts, advice, counsel on that. Yeah. I think like possibly, I think we're often in stuckness with anything, there's something that's not being acknowledged. Mm from what like what's happened to you so it, it it might be like you just haven't been able to acknowledge that you are angry like i think mm. or you that you you are just really sad or you're confused um i mm. think especially in the christian culture sometimes i think we can feel quite bad about mm. kind of acknowledging that or um being a like as i said before i think sometimes they're seen as like bad emotions or something mm. or mm. um so I think maybe it's going back and acknowledging, yeah, something actually was done to me and maybe I am going to need to like process this. Mm. Um, I've been really just like convicted lately um, about how great and important lamenting is as well. Mm. I think it's like such an example to us through scriptures, but things like lamenting and, and grieving and beginning to process what's happened to you, um, I think is just necessary before you get to a point point of forgiveness mm. um and that's okay like mm. and sometimes the process can um take a while but i think it's also then trusting in, in god's um sovereignty and god's timing in how he he heals and how he teaches mm. as well mm. yeah it's huge yeah and then as well what point in the like as we start to dive into this stuff in small groups and mm. things how do you know when actually this is something where I really need 
professional help yeah counseling yep. that sort of thing yep yeah what are your reflections on that yeah because of like obviously each everyone's situations are so different mm. i think if it's that stuckness like of, of feeling like i don't know which way to turn mm. um maybe if there's like a bit of um fear about going to those places like mm. if there's a bit of fear mm. around I'd, i don't even want to kind of acknowledge what's happened like you know with mm. like really significant things that have happened to you mm. um that might be a place of like okay i'm i might need a journey with someone or mm. i might need someone to help me and um um kind of do this process with me mm. um and to also give like advice and, and professional help mm. um that mm. might be a, a space and time to go see and i would i would always like recommend like a christian counselor someone who mm kind of understands that you know we we want to forgive but also mm. god plays such a vital role in healing mm. and um yeah so mm. maybe that might be i don't know mm, yeah yeah <laughs> helpful, uh, helpful kind of guide no yeah. that's, that is helpful yeah well and kind of like we touched on this a bit earlier but what is um how is forgiveness different from trust and mm. reconciliation because there are i mean there's one passage in scripture particularly in luke 17 that talks about um, when it really comes to restoration between two people, there needs to be forgiveness on the part of the offended person, yep. but then repentance on yep. the part of the other person. But then a lot of the other scriptures really talk about forgiveness independent of the other person. It's your yeah. heart attitude toward them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, what are we? What are you talking? What is the difference between forgiveness and trust? Yes. And how do you? Yeah. You know, because work that through? forgiveness is not trusting the person right after they've done something to you Mm. um and not allowing someone to kind of continue to overstep boundaries that are meant to be put in place to keep you safe Mm. um because you know there's like a wisdom in in knowing when people are safe and when people are not Mm. um and i think like you know thinking about things like domestic abuse or Mm. um yeah there's there's a time for when you know it's wise to kind of like you don't want to put yourself into a situation again where that's just going to you know mm. keep happening to you mm. um and so i think so i think sometimes maybe that line's been blurred in the church in the mm. past mm. like i think when we have this straight down the line thing of like well you just need to forgive but you know that doesn't mean putting yourself in in situations where where you trust someone who who shouldn't be trusted or, mm, or you're mm. you're putting yourself in a situation where you're going to continually um be hurt and mm. and not be in a safe mm. um environment so i think it's actually really important to to mm. highlight that and mm. not just saying you know we have to just go out and forgive and and just you know turn the other cheek and put ourselves into situations where we actually might not be safe i mm. think like you know there's yeah, that you can you can get to a point of forgiving someone, yeah, and then still keeping clear boundaries with them. Yes, yeah. Um, either permanently or until it's clear that they are have repented and they're a trustworthy, yeah, yeah, that's safe right. person again. Yeah, definitely. And that the call in scripture to forgive is not the call to then just put yourself in any and every environment. Mm. That actually, there's wisdom to be like, I might forgive, but that doesn't mean that we are necessarily reconciled. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that we are necessarily that they're safe to be interacted or even so you can forgive someone and they and you still know that they 
they might need authorities to deal with them. There yeah. might be consequences yeah. for their actions that, that still are there, despite yeah. the fact that forgiveness is has been given on a personal level. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, which yeah. is huge. Yeah. Thanks so much for doing this. We've no obviously worries. solved all the issues oh, with easy. forgiveness. Guys, like, there's no on. problem. <laughs> um, I guess, I mean, it kind of goes without saying, but if you are either watching this now or listening in and there are other questions that you think yeah. really would be helpful to get yeah. answers to, look, if there are enough that are of a similar theme, maybe it's like it's, it's podcast version yeah. two or something, <laughs> or at least to, to put you in touch with... Um, some resources or some For people sure. who can help out. Because I think, like, it's um, helpful to note as well, like, this is, like, a very personal thing and, mm. like, um, you know, you might kind of be reacting quite strongly or, or um, feel quite defensive about certain mm. things because of things that, you know, maybe are personal in your life and, and kind of, like, that's okay as well and that mm. might be a good opportunity to reach out mm. as well and, and kind of that thing you were saying of, like, to, like, journey with someone or mm. begin to kind of process. So, yeah. Mm huge i might pray yeah great god we just pray that as we consider the cross and what it cost you to forgive us that we might be moved to forgive and to work through what is often the difficult process of forgiveness father when it comes to to when we are offended or sinned against day by day we pray that we would be quick to forgive that we wouldn't hold on to debts that we wouldn't um enjoy withholding forgiveness but that we would move quickly to forgive and when it comes to more significant things we just pray for for supernatural strength that your spirit would give us wisdom and guidance as to how to work this through properly and put the people in 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 place at the right time through the church through professional help so that you might be glorified as your church forgives and brings healing to a sin broken world and Father, we pray that there'd be immense personal healing within this church and even in the relationships around us and all that Christ might be magnified in his people. Father, we pray this for the sake of your holy name. Amen. Thanks, Anna. Thank Thanks, you. everyone, for tuning in. We'll see you next Thanks, time. Guys.